0: Doctor in English studies and lecturer at the University of Paris, Diderot, until 2002, Benedict Allieu was the director of the French Institute of South Africa in Johannesburg from 2002 to 2006, then cultural attaché at the French Embassy in New Delhi, India from 2006 to 2010. She then headed to the Cultural Seasons Unit at the Institut Francais in Paris. Since early 2016, Benedict Alieu has been the executive director at Cite Internationale des Arts, a residency center that welcomes 326 artists, writers, filmmakers, dancers, playwrights, etc., from more than 100 countries located in the center of Paris in the Marais and Montmartre districts.
1: Benedict Alieu, welcome to the creative process. Uh, we are sitting now in the City International des Arts. You are just opening today. Uh, you are part of the uh, Tour du Monde on um, 14 But just tell us uh, first a little bit about the history of the City International Design.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, the uh, City International Design was founded in 1965 officially. Actually, it started. There was a s- sort of soft opening in 1963. And it welcomes uh, artists from all over the world, including France. And, and it's been doing that ever since on a regular basis and a growing basis since 1965. It hosts 326 artists, writers, curators, filmmakers, musicians, etc. 326 people at the same time on two sites. So there's one site uh, which is located in the Marais, which is central Paris, just next to the Seine River, close to the mayor's office of the City of Paris, uh, City of Paris, which is a, a great supporter of Cité International des Arts. We're next to the Panthéon, to Notre Dame. You can see how central we are. So it's very, very, very convenient. And it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a big, the Marais site is big. We, we host actually... 288 artists in the Marais so we have several buildings but the building in which we are right now is was built for Cité internationale des arts and it's made of different studios where you have a living space and a working space so it means that the 326 artists that come live and work in the same space it's a very this this stems from a very 20th, 20th century I guess idea and concept which was the need for Paris to provide itself with proper accommodation and working spaces for artists. There are some memories of Picasso, of uh, and the likes, and uh, of of them struggling, uh, you know, all through winter in horrid conditions, mm-hmm. uh, precisely because uh, there was no adequate infrastructure for yes. artists. So that was why the two people, but mostly one person, Felix Bruno decided um, that he wanted to build a Cité Internationale des Arts for artists to come on for temporary residencies. It's a private foundation. It was founded by Félix Bruno then, who was an architect and much more also a diplomat and an extraordinary figure of the 20th century. But it, got, it gets also the support of public support, so from the Ministry of Culture the City of Paris that I mentioned, and also the Academy of Fine Arts, Académie des Beaux-Arts, which actually provided some assistance when uh, Cité Internationale des Arts was conceived. So it's not so recent. So the infrastructure that we have is, needs renovation, mm-hmm. and sometimes cries for renovation. We have very little budget, but mm-hmm. we are renovating little by little. I, I came here in 2016, and with uh, our president chairman Henri Loiret, okay. uh, the former CEO of the Louvre Museum, we have written and implement, and we're implementing a project with uh, the formidable team that I have, which is really trying to recenter or refocus on what should be Cité's international DNA, which is really looking at the artist project and making sure that they. Can the artist can actually create, and realize achieve their project, whatever yeah. it is. So that's that's uh, that's the new project that we have. We're not, we are a residency center. We have people here internally, but also with partners outside. We have uh, people that are here, or that we approach to actually exchange with artists, so that their project can be achieved and realized. We have a second site, we have two sites in Paris, and these two sites are complementary. The other site is in Montmartre, located in a fabulous uh, early 20th century, very typical you know, sort of uh, arty, arty Montmartre. We have a, um, a, uh, a house there, but also a whole set of maybe 35 studios, again where artists live and work. And it's set in a beautiful garden, it's extraordinary. And, uh, and so we do put there usually artists that stay for a longer period than the majority of the others who are in the Marais. The, so we have artists who come on a project-based application. It's for yes. a project-based mm-hmm. residency. And they come for periods of time that can vary between two months to sometimes a year or a year and a half and exceptionally more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the three months is very common for uh, a part of our international community and that's for the ones who can only obtain a Schengen visa mm. so in three months so after the three months they need to go back home mm. uh, but we do have a number of them, uh, quite a substantial number of them like that the m- average duration of at Cité is 4.5 months mm. so it's quite short mm. if you say three months you come from far away, you need to uh, adjust yourself to and, and, and get to know your environment. You need to also, uh, you're often struggling with the language, which is uh, one of the, the things that is quite important to actually uh, 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 mention here, mm-hmm. um, because now we are requesting from uh, the artists that come through us, through our own programs, but also the 150 partners that we mm-hmm. work with. Uh, we ask them that English, at least, should be spoken, um, and that the artist should learn French, or start learn French, to, to learn French. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important, um, because you get otherwise cut off from uh, all your environment and your professional environment. Um, so that's, uh, the duration is, is also something that we need to take into account. It is, we need to be very reactive when someone comes for three months, because time just flies. And the yeah. time of a residency, of an art residency, is different to, or different to the, the time...
1: Of justification or whatever. Or you real life, or real life.
2: Uh, me as a DG of Cité, I, my, my, my time span is very different to an artist who comes here for a limited time. Yes. It's limited, so you need to make sure that the artist gets the most mm-hmm. of his residency. This is why we have changed Websites, new logo, etc. But we have also multiplied and increased much more our programs, and we give much more visibility to our Mm programs, meaning also to the cultural Mm programs that we do with the artists. Today we're opening a uh, uh, a festival uh, which is happening all over Marais called Les Traverses du Marais. And our own edition is going to happen today and tomorrow. And and we have 65 open studios, we have concerts, performances, etc. An exhibition in our gallery. We're trying to make sure that the artists are going to be interacting with the general public, but Mm -hmm. also with a huge bunch of professionals who are going to come today and tomorrow. So these moments are very important, and they give also... Huge visibility to Cité Internationale des Arts, and we need to work towards giving more visibility to Cité Internationale des Arts because because there's a paradox, well not a paradox, but there's no there's rather a reality about a, an art residency. Mm-hmm. An art residency is something that is quiet and discreet because mm-hmm. the artist is working, the artist mm-hmm. is not exhibiting. He's yeah. working towards his or her exhibition. He's working towards his or her concert. His Mm -hmm. or her book, etc., etc. He's working towards that. He's not there yet. Mm -hmm. So we're not in the event itself, what we call in French, événementiel, which is, you know, we're not in that. We're not in the final uh, stage Mm -hmm. of the creative process where you are going to exhibit and where you are going to interact with the audience. No, he's really working, making research, etc. And so what we're really looking at here is that. City International des Arts. Even though we have three exhibition spaces, we have an auditorium, we have rehearsal spaces, etc., etc. We're not an art center. We're not mm-hmm. an art gallery, mm-hmm. per se, as it's understood outside. We're not a museum. Mm-hmm. Certainly not. These people are very much alive. <laughs> but <laughs> we're also not um, uh, a place uh, for you know where where there is uh, performing arts are programmed like they are programmed uh, in usual venues. No, we're a place where experimenting Uh is at the core of our mission. Uh And the artists are experimenting. So the kind of work that they show can be still very fragile. Uh And that's why we think that open studios or small exhibitions are very important. Uh Because they show also something which is not finished Uh yet. Because it's not finished. And we have a lot of concerts and a lot of uh, screenings uh, in our auditorium where the artist actually can uh, start confronting his work with an audience. And that's mm-hmm. also very important. So it's part of the creative process, mm-hmm. but it's still very fragile. Yes.
1: I, I think that, uh, yes, but in those conversations are so important the, I, in, in terms of I think you know improving, I don't want to think of improving, but yes, you hear a reaction, you see how it plays, you know whatever it is. It is a beautiful thing that you do, and as you say, also for them to be engaging with the international artists who are here. French public, French artists, French uh, international. Yes,
2: uh, because that's, um, and and I want to go back to the, you you used the word conversation, and it's very, very, very important. But the... Just to say something which is uh, in, in, in our new project, I mean, what came to us as something so obvious and such a privilege is mm-hmm. the fact that they are at the same time 326 people that are creating everyday things. The
1: UN of art, <laughs> yes. So what, <laughs> yes.
2: what is what is the best asset for Cit international design is actually artists mm-hmm. and so we are also developing a lot of programs of events of social also events so that they meet they interact mm-hmm. on a very regular regular basis mm-hmm. and so and so that's uh, and we also provide the opportunity uh, kinds of, of social platforms where they are going to be able to meet also with professionals from the outside mm-hmm. who are not necessarily going to be looking at their work the first time but they're going to engage in conversations. Mm-hmm. So we've developed also, and the conversation is is also linked to, for me, it's related to, well, something very important which lacked when I arrived is the fact that, okay, you can paint something, but it's also very important to know how to talk about the painting Mm -hmm. and so we've introduced curatorial residencies but so so curators but also art critics but also thinkers who are not necessarily from the art world Mm -hmm. or scientists who come Mm -hmm. some of them come Mm -hmm. in residence and interact with the community but what was very very important because it really struck me when I came in 2016 Mm -hmm. was the fact that People partied, yes, but there was no conversation around art. Mm. There was no la, la parole, um, mm. you know. Yes. So words, you, so you, we needed to really assert the importance of talking to each other, but also using the right words, the right language, and so bringing in curators, critics, as I said, thinkers from all over the world, but also France. Yes. Huh? Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and so we, d- we developed, that now on a regular basis, it's even small lectures, conferences, exchanges between uh, a curator and an artist. Uh, but it's super, super important. And we have, in our own programs, we have now a dedicated programs for writers, playwrights, filmmakers, uh, but people who write.
1: Yes, that's important, mm. yes. And it's not just the talking of it, because it's understanding why you're doing it, right?
2: E- exactly, totally, totally. Sometimes
1: the artist doesn't exactly know why they have a feeling and that's sometimes good but it's, it, they get so inspired from those conversations and they tell me.
2: They are and yeah. then it, it also is a way for them and that's the conversation about their work but the conversation also looking at somebody else's work mm-hmm. is, is something that works very well here mm-hmm. because we have 326 people doing different things mm-hmm. and so they and the interaction and that conversation on their work on his neighbours or her neighbors' work is going to take them further. And so, you know, some of the artists who, who used to, who formerly came here, mm-hmm. sometimes we see them again, and they are saying, you know, how Cité Internationale des Arts was a life-changing experience. And you just say, well, I guess that a res- an art residency should mm-hmm. be life-changing. Yes. It should be.
1: But it's not always. I mean, No, I no. It's no. Sort of uh, the, this, yeah? no, no, but
2: not all yeah. of them. It's yeah. life-changing for yeah. all of them. I think it's important also to... And I, I want to speak uh, uh, briefly about this is, is the fact that if it's life changing or it's, it can be a turning point, it definitely is. can be for uh, artists who need that time or they're going to work. But artists who need to come to Paris to meet with a professional uh, community here, mm-hmm. either Parisian or international that comes yes. through. So a lot of our French artists coming from the rest of France or the... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, or the, uh, the Antilles, or Reunion, or Mayotte, uh, the Outremer, as we call it, uh, they are benefiting from that because they need to uh, interact and confront themselves with, with that scene and to engage in conversations also. Mm-hmm. With, uh, but it's uh, so for the French artists, it's very important, but it's important also for the international artists to come through Paris just as they will go through New York. In mm-hmm. a residency, or London, etc., mm-hmm. or Berlin. Bon, mais c'est, and, and, and that these are moments that can crystallize really a lot of things and crystallize future projects. Mm-hmm. A lot, and so there are things that we do. We're very keen on is all disciplines at Cité, all disciplines, all mm-hmm. nationalities. The mm-hmm. whole world is welcome, and all generations. And because we're focusing so much on how. The community itself should interact. Mm-hmm. We feel it's, uh, it's, it's, it's extremely important that there should be no age limit.
1: Mm-hmm. You need
2: to be, you need to be 18, mm-hmm. but then you can be anything. And we are very careful. and we look very much at, um, at young people's uh, applications, and we do have a, our community can be quite young. but we are also very careful to make sure that a res- uh, an artist sorry, who has a, a good project, but who is, say, in his midlife, and mm-hmm. has, there's a slump in his career or her yeah. career, should be able also to come. And also, that's also why, and we welcome also some people who are much, much, much older, mm-hmm. because all these people share their experiences. Mm-hmm. There's a residency center the size of city, should be a place also where transmission exists. Transmission. Transmission, transmission of experience, transmi- transmission of know-how, transmission of many things. It's super, super essential.
0: I'm Maggie Choi, an undergraduate student at Boston University, majoring in journalism and minoring in political science. The city internationally, Tsar is a brilliant place in my opinion, especially for creative thinkers to turn their ideas into realities. The fact that this place welcomes artists from all over the world since 1965 just proves how dedicated they are to helping artists who are not able to grow up in an artistic environment and provide them with all the materials and resources they need to accomplish their goals. It is astonishing how such a program provides a living space and a working space for the creators to put their heart and soul into their creative process. As Benedict Aliu emphasized how experimenting is the core of their mission just shows how well he knows this industry. It's beautiful to see how the world is coming together through art. And how all the artists have one common goal which is perfecting their craft with passion and love
1: i think that it's very beautiful that you say because it's true some uh, part of the um, commercial art world which would you say this can involve commercial but it's about nurturing ideas which might not always be the most commercial and part of this commercial art world is very much celebrating the young artists as you know and sometimes those very good artists are neglected because they don't know enough about uh, presenting but mm-hmm. they're very so sensitive so it's beautiful that you create that space
2: I think I think mm-hmm. it, yeah it, and this is something that I said about city not being an art center or not being a theater uh, you know or not being yeah. a well, cinema yeah. is, is the fact that um, it's experimental but it's also non-commercial yes. Uh, And and if artists sell their work, that's fine. But what I'm saying is that because we're at that Mm -hmm. level and we are looking at, we are looking at, uh, we are looking and we are a place where people create and then outside, Mm -hmm. later, the market is there. But the market is there and it's good that it's outside. Mm -hmm. You know, and and we actually, we talk a lot with people who run the market, gallery, etc. And it's very, very important. But it's very important that we should be, should, we should um, preserve this space, mm-hmm. so that this space is really a space, a space of uh, 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 where they can feel uh, free to create, mm-hmm. and not to create because I have, uh, I need to do something like this because it's going to sell well. It's just. Uh,
1: I think it's a beautiful continuation and it's so important that you have the space in Montmartre as well. As you say, it is a continuation of what was happening but without the support structures there and um, people talk about the period of Paris being an art capital and you're continuing that history, that lineage, yes.
2: Yes, it's the... And I think, you know, Cité, Cité International des Arts was founded with that idea, the continuation of that. Mm -hmm. But I I feel also, I think that... uh, Art venues, the city, but also art venues, museums, etc. Need re- need the uh, city international as much as we need them. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's something quite beautiful happening in Paris right now. Mm-hmm. And even though there were the attacks and everything, it's I think there's Paris is is doing well internationally. Mm-hmm. It's doing yes. much better than ten mm-hmm. years ago or maybe 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's doing well because everybody. Yeah, there's been, there's been, I think, a, a significant change, and there's been also a significant change in people from the international community, the big professionals coming back also. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, we, and we have at Cité, and, and we could, you know, I've been here only three years and a half, but it's struck me as some artists who mm-hmm. came from very different areas or regions in the world came, good artists, very, very good artists, actually came and they decided to settle in Paris mm-hmm. or settle in France mm-hmm. for that matter. Uh, one from the States, one from South Africa. It's and now another from 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 China. And I think it's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. They want to stay in France because, as I said, it's quite at the crossroads of many, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's super connected, etc. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very strong sign, a very positive sign. We also need international artists to come and stay.
1: Well, uh, what I really appreciate about France and why I am living here is because um, there is this openness. I mean, if you look, because you came from a background uh, initially in literature, you're uh, post-colonial literature, you're studying first and then you run these different programs in other countries. But if you look at the number of, uh, in the bookshops, the number of works which are in translation, in, in France, and I have just spent a period in, in America, and they've done tra- there's such a small number of books which are in translation. This tells you about the openness of France and the, the curiosity which we speak of.
2: Well, the curiosity is something uh, that I don't think uh, every uh, <laughs> French person <laughs> well, shares. <laughs> yes,
1: but it is when you mm. compare to other mm. countries, it mm. is. Uh,
2: I think it's no but I think there's 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 something about about something uh, buzzing there's well and the curiosity is something that is life changing and I really wish that everyone had uh, was, was was curious it's it's the, you know it's the next step to openness to hospitality and it's not just a question of welcoming people it's a question to open up and that's how it works and that's how life works and uh, and you, you have, uh, and you have when you have you run a, a place like this uh, you know, you feel, uh, I'm not religious, but you, that's the only uh, word that comes to my mind. You feel blessed, you know, because it's just uh, an extraordinary in energy. Mm-hmm. Curiosity is about life and it's about energy. And and you need to be curious to understand why this artist coming from Thailand works that way and why this artist coming from Iran sings that way, etc, etc. That needs also, you know, and we are so privileged that Paris has remained an international place. You're staying in Paris, Mm -hmm. Uh, some artists are now settling in Paris, and artists have always settled Mm -hmm. in in Paris or in France again. Mm -hmm. But it's, and it's not about a national, I don't think it's a national, um,
0: we're not all like that, we're not,
2: we're a trait. It's a feature. It's just that there is now this kind of energy and we should really be very careful as to keep it as such.
1: But I would say, because as an outsider, sometimes we see a little bit more the differences, right? Sure. And although I consider myself Parisian now, mm. despite C'est my bien. <laughs> bien. but you know, France was the first. to... We were talking about uh, international artists. France was the first to really celebrate. Francis Bacon, bring him up, you know, or, or Philip K. Dick. Which, uh, we can talk about so many uh, I- in terms of being open and actually giving these artists, these writers, their reputations and keeping them uh, um, alive when their own home countries did not really understand. So I think that this is. Uh, I do think curiosity is strong in France.
2: No, it, it, it is what it was, and I think yes. it's. But I think there's maybe a revival of our revival they might be but uh, you know it's life is not a bed of roses that's a quote from V.S. Naipaul but it's uh, and it's taken from a, a quote from. but it's <laughs> life is not a bed of roses we are aware of that but I think it's uh, I, I feel that many things happening and that's good many mm-hmm. things you know many things happening in arts and culture in in, in France right now and in, in, in Paris and I also feel that uh, we're very lucky that actually the international community still looks at coming to Paris we mm-hmm. need we need. Paris has always had this sort of uh, uh, croissant baguette thing, but mm-hmm. because it was cosmopolitan at the mm-hmm. same time. Yes. You're cosmopolitan and you mm-hmm. live in Paris. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm, and, yes. and it's very, very important.
1: I would love to talk about your own cosmopolitanism and your interest. We talk a little bit about your background coming up uh, in literature and the different places you've gone and what brought you back to France.
2: I have a PhD in lit- English mm-hmm. literature um, <coughs> African-American and Caribbean, I, I uh, worked on two authors from Trinidad, V.S. Naipaul and Derek Walcott, and I worked on Tony Morrison. And then I got a, a job at, um, uni- at the university, uh, Paris 7, and, uh, and then I was, I was, and I studied a bit, I did my studies, my research, uh, partially in the States, in Harvard, at Harvard University, and at, in New York, where I was uh, dividing my time between the libraries of NYU and Columbia. Uh, but I had a jolly good time there. The, uh, and then, so I taught, I taught in Paris, and then I, this, I had the chance, I, had the, I was uh, lucky enough to be chosen to go and join the Foreign Cultural Network of mm-hmm. France, of its cultural diplomacy, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so I was posted as uh, the director of the French Institute of South Africa and the Cultural Attaché in Johannesburg, and then went to New Delhi from 2006 to 2010, I went to New Delhi, India as the cultural attaché. So these eight years abroad uh, were, I mean, that was a life-changing experience for sure. Mm-hmm. It was a life-changing experience. It was uh, also fantastic learning experience. But it's always, I think, life is about a learning experience and it never stops. But, uh, but it was a, a, an extraordinary one and it's also a life-changing one because this is, I think, where... I'm I, I got to get a sense of what I wanted more than what I didn't want. You know, there's a stage mm-hmm. in your life where you say, well, at least I know that I don't want that. And then mm-hmm. said, I want that. And I wanted to, and then ever since my first thing in Johannesburg, I, I have always wanted to, uh, and I've always thought and desired uh, mm-hmm. to, to set up a residency mm-hmm. center. And at one point I had almost, uh, I had considered staying in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these these were experiences that were amazing but also then I, I came back to Paris and I came back to Paris and had again was lucky enough because I was offered a position at the French Institute in Paris Institut français an international relations position which was really which is really where I feel where I feel I can contribute mostly mm-hmm. to, to you know and uh, and so there I was heading the what we call the seasons office which is that, Office which organizes with loads of other partners and people uh, state-to-state festivals mm-hmm. between France and other countries. Very, it's an official, very very official organization, but it was also a huge learning experience. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, applied to join. Uh, to well, I applied for Cité in 2015, and I got the job at the end of 2015, and I joined Cité in March 2016.
1: It's really beautiful as you speak about learning experiences, and the creative process is also an educational initiative, So, and I see that you've always sought out uh, positions and experience that where you could always be learning, mm. but could we talk a little bit about um, the French education system, or the education system in general, and in some ways I, I get to observe at different universities, different schools, uh, what are some things that you would like to change, or opportunities you think that should be given to students you know in terms of how we inform and make better artists make better citizens to our education system i'm very
2: careful with these questions because they're very big questions i can i can speak really very precisely about this or accurately about this from my point of view because mm-hmm. i have another point of view what i know is that i, I would like more collaborations between our community of artists here and Surrounding schools, there yeah. are many schools around or in the 18th small, also, yeah. and we're working towards that. But it's quite difficult because everyone is super busy. But yeah. it's there's a I think there's there, there are perspectives that are extraordinary regarding that yeah. you know, of, of having these communities meet on a regular basis. We're looking at working next year with uh, several classes, several, yeah. uh, several schools, but around writing and around ah, yes. books um, because we have writers. So that's that's something quite exciting. Yes, um, I aspire to, to that. And I, you know, there's something looking from my point of view, I really, my point of view at Cité Internationale des Arts, I know that some schools do that and some art schools do that. Yes. It's the, I think it's it's important that uh, artists who are maybe in the midlife also, mm-hmm. uh, they want should have the opportunity to start again studies mm-hmm. or to join at some point because yes. to get an understanding of how it works in france and how the art scene is made i think it's it can be very interesting to actually go in a school and yes. and see see uh, see how the students work with their professors etc and i think that's uh and you, you also need that to get it's an accelerator of getting into a system and i'm thinking about a lot of the artists who are, we have, you know, refugee artists or artists in exile, we do have mm-hmm. a number of them and we're developing programs around mm-hmm. that. It's very difficult, it's, it's very difficult because you need to, for them obviously, because, but you need to uh, provide artists, refugee exiles or not, huh? but the possibility of understanding how it works here, it's very complicated, I mean, you mm-hmm. know. Yes. It's very complicated, very complicated to get an understanding also how the market works, it works differently to, uh, to New York or London, but also get an understanding of what people do in schools, in mm-hmm. art schools. Yeah. Um, and the second thing, um, we mentioned this, um, I'm thinking about this because if you want to attend classes, there are some art classes that are now in English, but there's a huge Question around the language and the language mm-hmm. we speak, and I think I mentioned this at the beginning of the uh, of the interview. But the uh, it's very ne- it's very very important that artists should not isolate themselves. A residency is not necessarily a place where you're going to lock yourself into your studio. You should, because this is Paris, you should take the opportunity of actually interacting also mm-hmm. and uh, and. And, and language is, is uh, it's, it's very, very important that also um, artists should be given, should have the uh, opportunity to, to learn French. So we provide French classes in house, but we're looking at when we're speaking to, and we are speaking to uh, some potential partners outside, so that artists can get uh, crash courses mm-hmm. in French. Voila, so that they can get uh, a little bit more autonomous also.
1: Yeah, and also just to be inspired by the beauty of different Me- language, yes. Exactly,
2: yeah. no, exactly.
1: Yeah. All these metaphors that go in, you know, mm. I, I think it's so beautiful. Well, I, I, I think you'll, 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 I, I look forward to these other developments. I'll be sharing with our students at uh, different universities and schools and then inviting their creative responses. So um, hopefully I can and help in that way as well. I was already mentioning your program in, in America, so um, they very excited about it. Uh, but I think it's it's wonderful what you've done for now. How many years is it now? Yeah, it's three and, yeah. and a half years. Uh, three no, no, but in the establishment of Cité International. Design. Oh, no, Cité is uh, <laughs>
2: Cité is fifty four. It's gonna turn fifty five next year.
1: Well, uh, happy uh, in events, <laughs> happy fifty uh, fifth uh, anniversary. And Thanks. we look forward to many more years of these uh, engagements with the uh, international community, the French community, and with artists. It's really a beautiful thing. And thank you, Benedict, Benedict Aleo for adding your voice to the creative process. Merci. Thank
2: you so much. You.
0: This interview was conducted by Mia Funk, with the participation of collaborating universities and students. Associate Interviews Producer on this podcast was Maggie Choi. Digital Media Coordinator is Yu Young Lee. Wintertime was composed by Nicholas Andalias and performed by the Athenian Trio. Has this interview sparked your creative process? If so, you can submit your creative works to submissions at creativeprocess.info for an opportunity to be included in the projection elements of our exhibition Traveling to Leading Universities or published on our website at www.creativeprocess.info. Want to get involved in exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info.